We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ike Reeves live in Clearwater, Florida. Toys manager Rob Thompson sitting at the table with us. We rec- You recognize him today. Yesterday, <laughs> last night we were out. You didn't have your hat on. He was that's in right. civilian clothes last night. I didn't recognize him. What's up, Rob? I'm doing great. We're in beautiful Clearwater, Florida, and uh, things are going well. All right, so we demand answers on Andrew Painter. We said yesterday we were going to get you and demand answers. Yeah, so well, you got it. So we, we, did, we did get the answers. It's, a, it's being called a sprain. Mild the, sprain, Mild yeah. sprain of the UCL. How yeah. confident are you that with being shut down for four weeks and rest and rehab that he's going to be okay this year? Uh, I'm very confident, I'll tell you the truth, and, and happy that you know he doesn't have to have surgery. So... We have good people around here, great doctors and medical staff, and uh, they're going to take care of him. Uh, how 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 difficult is it for you knowing he's 19, but he also has the stuff to pitch right now and kind of a, a, a little bit of a tug situation where you want to get him out there, he wants to pitch, but you also now know that with the elbow it slowed things a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because he's such a talented guy. I mean, and he's such a mature guy at 19. I've, I really haven't seen a talent like this at that age. and um, So I'm, I'm disappointed for him and for us. But uh, but I am, I'm encouraged that he's going to be back with us pitching soon. Um, obviously a great run last year that you, I mean, you came in with Gabe and then Joe comes in, you're familiar with Joe, and then you take over last year and then, I mean, we end the year. You're being honored at the Flyers game, and <laughs> Philly Rob became a yeah, thing. Yeah. Barstool made a big thing about you. Right, did you get a kick out of it? Were you embarrassed by it? Just a little embarrassed, yeah, because I'm, you know, I'm from a town of 2,000 people in, in southwestern Ontario, Canada. And so, you know, as I've said many times, I've I spent the first 58 years of my life. Nobody knew who I was. Now everybody recognize me so it's fine people are, are have been really great to me um but it is a little embarrassing now we i think all of us as philly fans are excited the way things ended up despite obviously the game six loss but as far as you being here as the manager now where the team is headed um it's a lot different from a year ago where everything stood but from your perspective uh there was talk of retiring after last yeah. year and yeah and so now you find yourself as the manager yeah. uh, of this team what's that been like for you well it, it's kind of given me new baseball life because one of the reasons why i was going to retire was I, I felt like i was just getting a little stale and and uh i wasn't as um, looking forward to going to spring training as i normally was but this year was a little bit different and, and one i guess because i'm i am managing and it's a new job and um but it's just the people that we have here. We have really good people, and it's really fun to come to the ballpark and be with these guys, not only the players but the coaching staff and the medical staff and support staff. It's just, it's just a wonderful place to be. I'm just wondering from, from your perspective, right, you came in with Joe, and I know you got a lot of respect yeah. for Joe Girardi, and he, he brought you in as part of his staff or kept you as part of his staff. But what's that like from the clubhouse perspective? manager gets fired and everyone is sort of in favor of you sort of being in this position and they respond to you 
So I'm, I'm wondering if that was sort of awkward for you or not. A little bit, you know, because because of the relationship that I have with have with Joe or have with Joe, because we're still great friends. He, we talk quite a bit, as a matter of fact. But you know, we'd spent ten years in New York and then a couple years here in Philadelphia. We've been through a lot of great times, a lot of bad times. We've we've <laughs> You know, we've just been through it all. And so, yeah, it was it was a little awkward. Rob Thompson joining us live in Clearwater. Marks and Reese uh, voted the second most handsome manager. <laughs> now, now, Rob, I got to tell you, after seeing you in person, we, uh, you, we understand you, why. We, uh, you, Buck does not have anything on you. You should have been number one. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about that. I, it's not really an award that I'm uh, looking for. You know, it's, it just doesn't really matter. Uh, um, <laughs> Why, why Trey Turner? Why was he the guy that you targeted in free agency? Really just because of his on-base percentage. Because he, he fits our club perfectly at the top of the lineup and, because we got some thump behind him just to have another guy on base. And he's got thump himself. I mean, he's got high high uh, slug as well. So he's a really good player, and he's familiar with a lot of guys in our clubhouse. Kyle Schwarber, Bryce Harper, Kevin Long, our hitting coach. I to us, it was just kind of the perfect fit. Uh, Schwarber is most likely, is, do you have a, a, a spot you're eyeing him when Bryce comes back that's different? than like how did, Without Bryce being in the lineup early, what do you envision the top of this lineup looking like? Probably looking like uh, Trey and then Schwarber, and then we'll figure it out after that. After that. Yeah. Um, Schwarber without the shift. I think 90% of the time last year he was, uh, he, 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 he was shifted. How much do you think that can change, or how much will that change, at least even the average going up? Oh, it's going to go up. I, I think you're going to see a lot of left-handed hitters, their batting averages go up. And, and our two big guys, Schwarber and, and Harp, when he's back, they're they're definitely going to go up. We, we've talked a lot this offseason about some of the rule changes and who does it impact more, you know, hitter versus pitcher. Not a lot of discussion has been about how does it impact the manager's uh, and how they handle the game, in-game. What do you envision? How do you view, view some of the rules? Good good changes? Or? I, I like it, and I think the players are going to like it at some point because once they get completely comfortable with it, I mean, we're, we're, you're going to see two-hour and 15-minute games. And I think when players leave the ballpark at, at uh, you know, 9.30 instead of 11.30 or 10.30, I think they're going to enjoy it, you know? Um, but... I could really feel it myself as the manager the first couple of games. It just seemed like it was so quick you couldn't. But now my mind's adjusting to it, and it's going to be fine. I was going to say, does it put pressure on you to have to, I guess, make decisions quicker? Yeah, or? yeah, and a couple of pitches ahead. Okay, you know, okay. just got to be on top of it and, and kind of anticipate what the situation what the situation is going to be like in the next pitch or after the two pitches, and then uh, so that. You've kind of made a decision before you get there. Uh, growth in Alec Bohm, based oh. on apparently he's put on put on some muscle, yeah. put on some weight. He, um, you know, hadn't hit for a lot of power, which is you know, he's drafted high because he's going to be a power stroke. And yeah. you know, what do you what do you see in this uh, spring? This guy's uh, he looks really good. Uh, 10, 12 pounds of muscle. Uh, the ball's jumping off his bat. It's it's going further. Uh, he's starting to pull the ball a little bit more. We don't want him to get away. From, we don't want him to be strictly pull hitter because he's a really good hitter he uses the other side of the field and we want him to to maintain that but uh this guy in the last year physically mentally emotionally has just come leaps and bounds 
spring training, we also know, is a time for development. It's for the older guys to get ready to go up north and, and, and play ball. But for younger guys, I'm sure you guys are interested in how they developed uh, from year to year. From your perspective, when you look at some of your young players, anybody catching your eye, anything like that you've liked seeing the progress of maybe somebody that was here last year that looks a lot better this year? Well, Bomer's one of them. You know, he's he looks tremendous. This is as good as I've seen him look. Um, Bryson Stott hit a long home run yesterday and hit a long foul home run the day before. He's looked very good at second base. Brandon Marsh is making strides. He's he's starting to get the head out and starting to barrel up some balls. So I, I like the progress that, that we're making with the young guys, and, and I like the fact that, that our veteran guys are, are easing into this. Um, they all came in camp in really good shape, but they're easing into it. They're staying in shape. They're, they're, they're staying healthy, and that's that's really all I care about right now. A lot goes into managing the the personalities in, in, in the clubhouse, right? And um, you seemingly have been able to push all the right buttons. And I'm just, you're a baseball lifer. And you got young players that are coming in today's game. Yep. And now I'm talking about young guys as if I'm the old guy now. <laughs> but, but you're able to relate to these guys and get the best out of them. What, what has allowed you? to be able to make that sort of transition and be able to communicate and, and earn that respect to the young guys in today's game. Yeah, I think um, if to earn it, respect, you have to give it. And I that's one of the things I do. I treat treat everybody with respect, and that's just the way I was growing, growing up. And, um, you know, and, and I get to know the guys, and I, I have a relationship with all of them, so they – you know, I trust them, and they trust. I trust that they're telling me the truth all the time, and and they are. It's, it, like I said, it's good people. So I, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, getting a relationship, getting their trust, respecting who they are, and and everything would be fine. So the youth can be reached. Like we we all yeah, know yeah. the older people. Yeah, like no. You can't reach these youth. They yeah. can be reached. Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. A couple more things here, and we appreciate the the time, Rob. Um, game six, the decision to take Zach Wheeler out. Yeah, uh, you pushed a lot of right buttons, and that one didn't end up working out. Yep. Alvarado comes in and gives up the home run. Is that something that you think about during the off season? No. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I think about all the decisions I make, really. But that decision was uh, there was a purpose behind it because I felt like we weren't we we were having trouble hitting their starter. And we had, we scored one run. They weren't hitting Wheeler. All of a sudden, they're first and third with one out. They got their big left-handed hitter up, and I felt like if they tied the game, that we were going to lose. So I was going to do everything I could to get a strikeout, and I felt like Alvarado was the right guy to put on their guy Alvarez. And you know, it didn't work out. So you just got to you got to live with it. Um, the Flyers are having a, a tough season this year. We know you're a hockey guy. Are you able to? And I'm a Tortorella guy too. Oh, you're a Torts. I love Torts. I really do. What, what do you What do you like about? I him? just I like the way he coaches. I mean, he's brutally honest. Yes. He's tough, and and he's. I just and I have a lot of friends in Canada that played for Torts, and they all love him. They may not have liked him at the time, right? But now that they're done, they love him. That's pretty cool. Uh, all right, so we need to know as a show what the official nick- nickname that at least we're going to call you because there's been there's been Topper or Tomps or do, do you have a preference? I want to call you. We want to do Topper. Is that the the show? I think Topper. 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 That's fine. Wait, wait what what is what do you call the most of your nickname? Probably Tomps. 
Tops. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. yeah. All right. There right. yeah. right. we go. <laughs> Tops, thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for Appreciate having it. me. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.